Hey, yo, and here we go. Another episode of We Talk Music is on the air and in your ear. Once again, I am Moxon, and I have with me the king of the casters, Mr. Brett Podcast. Brett, we have somebody else as well. That's right. Um, I am really, really happy to have this gentleman on our show. been looking uh, looking for him to come on the show for a long time. Uh, he is the lead singer of Men Without Hats. Ivan, how are you? I'm fine, thanks. How are you? Well, we're great. Uh, like I say, happy to have you on the show. I mean, being a fan of the band for a very long time. And actually, you know, funny story for me before we get started is that uh, Men Without Hats, so I saw you guys uh, with Flock of Seagulls and the Spoons uh, just before the pandemic started. Mm-hmm. And then you were basically the first band that I saw as we've been coming out um, at the Great Eagle in Calgary. So you kind of like, you bookended my pandemic experience. Awesome. No problem. <laughs> so yeah, it's been it's been great to uh, see you guys. I mean, you're, you're just so much fun live in concert as well. Well, thanks. Yeah, we have a great time. It's 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 awesome to be out there and to be able to connect with our fans. So it's great. See our fans and our they bring their kids and sometimes their grandkids this time around. So it's uh, <laughs> it's it's great. Well, yeah, like forty plus years in the music industry. That's uh, that certainly yeah. deserves some recognition. Yeah, it's uh, it's it goes by fast though. It's we had a lot of things, a lot of a lot of good times. It was great. The only reason we're back is because, you know, our fans are, are still out there listening to us, which is great. And and also, when when I open the radio, I hear a lot of 80s influences on in popular music these days. You know, people ask me if it's hard for me to keep up with, with you know, what's going on. I say, no, they're trying to keep up with me. You know, it's, it's 80s drum sounds and synthesizers and robot voices and, you know, the whole, we're still talking about the same things too it's the same same climate change and is it gratifying then to to hear the music and kind of know that there's those sounds and to know that what you were doing has come back in that way no it's great it's uh like i was saying it's it, it makes it that much easier for us to to be out there still playing for people it, it's it, it it's great it's uh the way we've been sort of embedded into popular culture too is 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 quite amazing. We're we're quite blessed to have our our songs being in shows like The Simpsons and shows like Glee brought us a whole whole new connection of fans too. So it's it's been great. So then, one of the reasons that we're here is to talk about the new album, of course, and uh, and it's again part two. Um, it's it's got some amazing songs. I mean, if the world should end today, such a such a great song, and again, great in concert. Um, you know, you've got. I know some of the songs were written a long time ago, so you know, kind of tell us about the germination of this one. Yeah, well, this this project started about three years ago. Uh, as a solo piano voice project where we were going to revisit some of the Men Without Hats catalog and and some cover songs that had influenced me growing up. And it was all going to be piano and voice. And it's when we did the Tragically Hips, um, Blow It High No, and I did that one on piano and voice. I got really curious. I wanted to see what it sounded like with a full band you know, or backing it up. And so we, we, we went back in the studio and recorded it with a full man without hats treatment. And that sent the whole project in, in a different direction. And we ended up with a double album of, you know, cover songs and, 
and, and original tunes. The way the original tunes came around is we started writing new songs, being in studio, started writing new songs and then went back and, you know, scrounged, you know, went and looked into the vault and saw if there was anything there. We found a few songs that demos that were from the pop goes the world era and from sideways. And, and so we, we tossed those in and we've been on the road for 10 years now, like since I put the band back together and, and when you're on the road, there's a lot of free time. So we've been writing songs on the road in the back of the tour bus. So all that combined, all those cover songs and new songs and everything like that, that was part one and two. We were going to release it as a double album and the record label said we should do it this way. It was good. It's been 10 years, so we didn't want to, we didn't want to, so or, overload. <laughs> so it's good. The reaction has been great. So we're, we're, we're happy. No, that's that's wonderful. The uh, the songs, some of them being written a long time ago, and yet some being written recently. It's amazing to me just how relevant to today's world they all are, regardless of when they were written. Yeah, well, that's what I was saying. You know, like like people are still talking about the things that we were talking about back when we did "Pop Goes the World," and you know, and and, and stuff like that, and and the lyrics for a song like "Heaven," which was something I wrote. You know, it was in mid '80s. You know, it was, I think it was on. We opened up our '85 tour with that one, and um, there are still topics that people are talking about today too. It's it's things have not, uh, you know, not really really changed that much. And you know, back when we did it, it was the Reagan and Thatcher era. You know, it was those weren't happy times too much either. But so then, when it comes down to um... You know, when it comes down to recording the album, I mean, you you recorded it in uh, Vancouver Island, uh, like you said, you got kind of a little studio together, and you and you recorded it all there. Yeah, we 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 did it. Uh, we call it old school type. You know, just renting a renting a somewhere isolated where we can make a lot of noise at any hour of the day or night, and uh, we you know built our studio, put our set up a mobile studio in there, and just lived there and, and recorded. That was at uh, the top of Malahata Mountain, yeah. is that right? Yeah, yeah. yeah it was a beautiful place. You know, you, does that affect your what you're recording, the, the environment around you? Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. It's, uh, you know, I've made records all over the place, made records in, in New York City and London and Toronto and, and, and all kinds of, you know, so every place, everywhere you go, it, 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 it gives that, you know, sort of like, you know, gives you the buzz of the place that you, that you do it, you know, we, Warren Heights was another one that was a favorite to Warren Heights in, in Quebec and, and record there was, was on the edge of a lake. There's a famous picture of Neil Pert on a, on a raft with his drum kit in the raft in the middle of the lake. And that's, that was Warren Heights. And so, yeah, there's the magic of the place itself. And this was, this was that kind of place. It was every morning was a, a different sunrise, different colors. And so it, it does, we were by ourselves, which is, Kind of like it was we were very very fortunate because this whole sort of what's gone down in the last couple of years didn't really change our schedule we'd already planned to isolate ourselves and and go make music you know and we'd taken the we'd taken the time off from touring we had we had turned down a lot of dates and uh so this was something that we were sort of planning to do already so it was uh it was good it was a good fun time we had a great time making it which is always good for the listener because the if the person making the music has a 
a good time making it. There's a good chance the listener will too. Yeah, I guess nowadays you probably have carte blanche to do whatever you want to do regarding what you put on the album and compared to uh, the old days where I'm sure the record labels wanted to have a little more say in the in the project. Is that the case? Yeah, it's pretty much, you know, like back in the days, I, I, I like to say that being in a band and a young band, even today, I mean, it's, it's, it's like being on a hockey team. You know, there's, it's a competition. There's only so many places on the top 40. There's only so many clubs to play at. There's so many, only so many bands to open up for. There's, you know, there's only so many podcasts, you know, people to, to interview. You know, there's, there's, it's, it's a competition when you're a young band. Now it's, it's kind of, we're out there because we, because we enjoy it. Cause we, cause we, we love doing it. And, and as are all the bands on, on this circuit that I'm in, that sort of vintage, you'd say the Flock of Seagull and a lot of bands, the Spoons and all these bands we've been, we've been playing with are, are bands that are out there. Not, they're not out there to pay the rent. They're out there because they enjoy it and they want to, they want to, they still want to connect with their fans and they still want to play music and still want to make new music too. And, and so it's, uh, it's great. We're, we're very fortunate to be, to be one of those bands that's able to do that still. Well, and, you know, from from being at one of those shows, I mean, I, the crowd reaction is simply fantastic. I mean, it must feel so good to see like all the people. And like you said earlier about like people build, bringing their children and their grandchildren just to your shows, and and then the re, and then to see the reaction just being so over the top. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, they can. Re- it's it's great because they can relate to it. You know, the eighties is the eighties is still around because it was a happy kind of music. It was a dance music. A lot of it was danceable. It's kind of like disco, you know, this reason why disco is still around. The 90s were, the music was interesting, but it wasn't, it wasn't that much of a joyous occasion. There was a lot of downer stuff, you know, and, and, and so the 80s was happy. It was, there was tunes, there was melodies. The, it was a revolution in everything too. There was hairdos, there was clothing, videos, new technology, everything was new. So it was, it's kind of this, this you know, the happy time, you know, like, like and, and, and like I was saying before, shows like Glee brought us a whole, whole new audience of, of, of listeners that to reconnect with our, to connect with our music and, and, uh, and there, and, and the fact again, that modern music, pop, popular music sounds a lot like eighties music. So it, there's a lot of factors involved, but it's all good. Well, one of the things that you've proven too, is that you can actually write socially relevant lyrics while still keeping the fun and the, and the danceable melodies in behind it. Yeah. That was one of the, that was one of the things like men without hats started off like in the late seventies, uh, you know, as a, as a guitar band, as a punk rock guitar band, noise band, we used to, we were doing contortions covers and cramps covers and, and stuff like that. And I made a conscious decision that I wanted to, you know, I wanted to reach more people. And, and, and since I had the tool, I was a classically trained pianist. I had the tools, I had the, I had the, the, you know, things I needed to, to, to do that. I, that's the direction I took, but the, the, the message that we were, were, that we were taking out there with the electronic version was the same as the punk rock version. And that's why back in those days, it was, you know, you'd go into a record store and you'd go through the bins and there'd be one bin over in the corner and it was the punk new rock, punk new wave bin, you know, like, and, and that's how the shows were too. You'd be playing on the stage, same stage as hardcore, you know, there'd be hardcore bands playing with electronic bands, playing with, you know, ska bands. It would be all the bands that couldn't get booked 
at the regular venues, you know, they'd be, they'd be lumped onto the stage together. And so, but everybody had the kind of same kind of DIY philosophy and had the same politics. Everybody was not too enamored with Thatcher and Reagan. And um, so it was, that was it, you know, but we, we had, we made that, that decision to, to, to make it a sort of a happy, more joyous kind of music with the same kind of, you know, sort of whatever message, you know, the, however you interpret the message, you know, it was, it was a lot easier to listen to. It was a lot easier on the ears. <laughs> Do you think that like the lessons that you learned, especially way back in those early days have served you well nowadays, given that, you know, it's kind of like a new state of the music industry? Yeah. Yeah. I don't, you know, I'll never, I hope I'll never end. You know, stop learning stuff because, you, especially with today, I mean, the technology, the the whole nature of the industry has changed, uh, you know, dramatically. But in in some ways, it's it's gone back. Some ways, I, I I like to say that it's gone back full circle because it's it's when I look at it now, I see more of a singles market. I see like like, and and that's kind of how it was when the Beatles started. It was they were they would put out you know, singles. And when they had 10 singles, it would, they'd slap them together, put up an album and then go start writing some more singles. And I think that it's more of a, that's, it's more of a single kind of market now. It's more of a, of a song and songwriter kind of thing. Um, so it's, I, I see it, you know, I mean, the, the, you know, regardless of the fact that there's no, you know, the record stores are, have disappeared and, there's no real format. People, most people, get their music bundled in with their TV and their and their internet and their phone. And so it, you know, but it, you know, there's a new challenge. Every, you know, as we go along, there'll be there'll be new challenges for the next generation too. You know, how to how to project your music uh, with your, you know into people's minds without anything. You know, just with, with your thoughts. You know, so that's going to be what they're you know what they might be doing next generation. So like whatever you keep up if you can it's true you know you have a name so when again part two comes out and it's really good you're going to have some people who are going to check it out for sure whereas the new bands nowadays to get that name out there um can be so much so difficult that's the main question people ask me like musicians who get in touch with me i had one just the other day it says like how did he put it how do you grease the wheel you know <laughs> Market. He says, "How do you market your stuff? Like, what do we do? You know, like, I got all this music. What do I do with it? You know." Yeah. Um, I found that sound placement, like, is 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 what a lot of bands are doing. You know, just getting their songs into TV shows. There's like a gazillion TV shows out there. They all need background music. You know, so a lot of bands are are going that route. You know, there's like there's all kinds. I mean, it's it's all it's all new. It's all who knows. You know, it's all. Like I say, there'll be new things down the road. There'll, there'll be new, new formats and new, new things. So it's, it's, it's all a world of discovery. So on again, part two, what, uh, what songs are you kind of getting the most feedback on? Uh, well, uh, besides like the, 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 the single, the human race is getting um, a lot of attention because of like, I probably lyrically too. And uh, Songs like um, I think uh, Nancy's Room is one that, that people are, are are listening to. I think it sounds very sort of it sounds very eighties. People are telling me, but 
all in all, people are telling me that the album, the album is reminding them a lot of Pop Goes the World because of the, the kind, of, kind of different kind of songs that are on it compared to the last record we put out, like The Love in the Age of War was kind of more of a techno record. It was more like, it was more like the more like Rhythm of Youth, you know, how it was kind of, and uh, between Rhythm of Youth and Pop Goes the World, there was a big change in technology in the music world. There was a whole, you know, computers started coming in and MIDI and all this stuff. and. And so that's why, that's why Pop Goes the World sounds a bit more sort of orchestral than, than Rhythm of Youth. And there's kind of that same feeling with this record compared to, to Love and the Age of War. So it's good. But we recorded a, we record, sorry, we recorded a lot more um, stuff than, than we needed. So there's a part three in, in, oh, in, oh, the, nice. in the can. So it's, <laughs> uh, it'll be out probably uh, not soon, but it's coming out for sure. So. People won't have to wait 10 years for the next <laughs> Men Without Hats record. So that's good. What I'm trying to say, I'm taking the long way to say that. <laughs> when there's a new piece of technology, do you get excited to see what you can do with it? I, I, I do. I mean, I've, I've sort of, I've, I've kept a lot of my old gear from, from way back in the days too. So I've got, the, I've got, I'm able to sort of bounce things off each other and, uh, and and it's good, but I mean, it all boils down to the song. You know, it's it's like technology is great. It's all it's all good, but you know, it's it's you got to have you you have to have the song. You have to have the, the the goods. You know, so so you can have all the technology you want. You don't want if you don't have a, if you don't have a good song, it's 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 pretty useless. You know, and, and like Dave Dave Ogilvy, the Dave Rave who, who produced the. Love in the Age of War. He he's a, did a lot of Skinny Puppies records and Carly Rae Jepsen and and all this. And he had a he had a great quote. I love to quote him because he had a quote about uh, about hit records. And he says the best way to have a hit record is to have a hit record. You know, <laughs> and, that, and that's it. You know, the best way to have a, a great single is to have a great single. You know, that's that's you have a great song. I mean, that's like Carly's song. You know, it was was a great song but she proved it you know it's like you can sing that song you can do it in jazz and ska and like gregorian chant and you can acapella around a fire and it's a great song it's good it, it, it holds up you know so that's what he was that's what he was talking about you can have all the technology you want but best way to have a hit single is to have a hit single it's yeah. funny just to hear you talk about technology because i'm looking at what's right directly behind you and i'm thinking <laughs> that looks like a classic piece of like a classic instrument that you probably used for years. Yeah, well, the, 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 there's the, the, the you know the organ that's sort of a copy of a Hammond. So it's a Yamaha, but it's a copy of a Hammond organ, and uh, I mean that's from the, the '60s. But I mean the sounds of you know you hear on the they're all over the place. You know that you, you hear stuff. You hear I hear stuff on the on the on the radio, and I swear it's one of these. You know, it's like, <laughs> and uh, no, it's uh, it's fun though. It's it, it it's a lot of fun. There's then you know a lot of a lot of music out there too. I mean, it's 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 good. It's it's stimulating. The the younger artists are coming up. They're always surprising. There's always there's always coming always coming up with something new that I say, oh, oh, why didn't I think of that? And, you know, <laughs> and it's very so it's interesting yeah. because a, a lot of the musicians we talk to seem to have no desire to want to hear the new stuff. You know, they're uh, and and you seem like you're very, very interested in what's coming out now. 
Yeah, well, I always think of what, you know, what the older generation thought of punk rock, you know. Mm. I always keep that in the back of my head. And uh, so I can understand people, you know, when they listen to today's music and, and, you know, find it, you know, whatever, you know, like have their opinion about it. I can understand that. But it's, that's what, that's what, you know, that's why some people are old and some people are young. You know, it's like, <laughs> <laughs> that's a great way to put it for sure. I like that a lot. <laughs> and maybe the title of the show. That's why some people are old and some people are young. Yes. Yeah. But you, you know, it's, it's interesting though. Like when you talk about, about, you know, having a single, I mean, when you talk about safety dance and now into, creating it into no friends of mine. I mean, which is just such an, I love no friends of mine, like absolutely it blew me away, especially seeing it live. Um, you know, what's it like to take a song like that and to try to, you know, recreate it into something else? You know, that was, that, that's, that song came from that, from like the original project. That was one of the songs we had sort of re redone of, of quite a few of the sort of a best of men without hats, like just, completely redoing them that's that's the one that sort of made it onto the onto the onto the album but uh the the, the song for me it, it it's it's easy for me to do it in a way because the song is so much bigger than i am i mean it's so much bigger than men without hats it it feels like it doesn't even belong to me anymore and sometimes i i feel like i'm a traveling museum curator going around presenting a musical artifact you know, it brings people this immense joy. And so, so like I, you know, it's for me, it was, I'm just another listener sometimes. I'm just another, I'm, I'm just, an, you know, I got into this music business because I'm a, I was a music fan. That was another one of the tools that I had that enabled me to, you know, to get into, to get into the business was I'd snuck into enough concerts in my, in my teenage years that I was, I was ready to get into this, you know, I was, I was, primed to get into the business but um no it's um like i say it's it's the song is um large and we you know larger than than the band so it's 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 it was good to have fun with it i was i just wish we could have made a video going back there and like my story my storyline was that that mike edmonds the jester was the mayor he was married to the crazy chick and they had a I had a big family full of kids that were all musicians and had this like sort of a partridge family thing going on. Like, <laughs> and uh, we didn't get to do that yet. Mike and I were talking about it. I'm still in contact with Mike. And, and, and uh, so we'd been talking about it for a while. There was, we almost, we almost got to, to do it, but then this whole sort of travel bands came about and uh, we kind of nixed our plans, but, but whatever, there'll be others. <laughs> well, yeah. there, I mean, you know, I was looking at some of the other songs. There's a you guys reached number three in America uh, with Safety Dance, I think, on the on the Billboard. And I was looking at some of the other songs from that era, and you know, including the songs that were actually ahead of you. And I'm thinking, Safety Dance has managed to surpass them, pretty much all of these, in the pop culture and in the, in the lexicon. And um, what do you think it is about that song that? has made it so enduring i my my one of my thoughts is that it's the message i just think that people of all generations need to be told that they can dance if they want to and 
the word imbecile might have had something to do with it. I don't know. And, uh, you know, today the focus, I would put the focus on if you want to. But um, I think that's a message that, that, that people need to, needed to hear. They just needed to hear. They need, they need to hear you can dance if you want to. You can, it was that, you know, march to your own drummer. Follow your, you know, your gut instinct, you know, some, whatever, you know, sometimes some people don't, don't agree with that, but sometimes it works. And um, it was the same thing with Pop Goes the World, too. That's why people are kind of still listening to Pop Goes the World. It's the same message. You know, people are going around today with the climate change and saying the same message that we were saying back then. If you don't stop raping Mother Earth, she's going to blow up. And, um, and people are still concerned with that today. So I think those are, you know, kind of our lasting things. I mean, I don't know, like, I, I, I've seen that Pop Goes the World has been turned into a soccer chant in stadiums all over the world, which is, which is great. It's good, good, good fun. I don't know if they're, they're all sort of green people singing that, singing that. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's, 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 it's good. So it's, I guess it's a combination of melodies and, you know, hooks and, and, and messages. And so that's my two cents worth. Well, and for them to both be like Hall of Fame songs, I mean, that is that is fantastic and an honor as well. It was a great honor for us. We were totally blindsided by that one. We had no idea. And that just came right out of the phone call. Hey, you know, and so it was like, and there, there again, thanks to our fans, was there's no other, you know, there's nobody but our fans who are the thanks for that one. It's like, and that the two of them, you know, got in at the same time. It was, it was great. It sort of legitimizes our, Rolling Stone magazine voted us the number one two-hit wonder of all time. <laughs> so that, this, this, this award host, you know, kind of makes that, makes it good. Well, if you're going to have, I mean, two hits, then those are like, those are two hits to have, yeah, right? I'll take them. I'll take them. You know, like I said before, I'm a fan and I go like digitally uh, crate digging online. I go and, you know, just explore and try and find you know the music that i listened to growing up and i find a lot of music that i didn't hear when i grew up and i just see how many bands out there you know over this over time put their everything into the music and you know their their lives and their families and their banks bank accounts and their mortgage and everything 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 into this most of them didn't ever got heard it's like the nhl like i was saying before it's like you know for every hockey player out there there's a bazillion who didn't make it, you know? And so it's kind of the same thing with rock and roll for, for every hit record you hear. There's, there's a lot of them that you, that you haven't heard. I've always thought that the best musicians we've never heard anyway, because we've heard the best musicians who are making a living off their music. We haven't heard the best musicians. Oh, that's, you know? that's so cool. that's kind of my take on it. Yeah. For sure. Well, and and you guys, I mean, I mean, I mean, even just throughout your career, because I mean, like "Head Above Water" is one of my favorite songs from you. you guys. Period. And like when you think about when you recorded that, and and I mean, it's just like, like so you've continued to make incredible music throughout your career. Well, thanks, thanks a lot. That's you know, we uh, every every record for me is a is a moment in I mean, for for everybody makes records. It's the same thing, but. This is like, it's a moment in life. It's really a slice of my, my, my sort of, so it brings me back when I, 
when I think of that record, when I listen to that record, it, you know, and that's what music is. Music is time travel. It's like, that's what it does to people. It, it, I can see it in people's faces when, when, when I'm, when we're doing concerts, I can see everybody's back, you know, they're back to the future when they're watching this, you know, everybody's, you know, just remembering where they were, who they were with. Like it, it all comes back just by hearing the notes, you know, hearing the music, just, you don't even have to think about it. It just sort of just, it just vibes you, you know? So, and I can tell, I can see it happening in people. They just, they're, they're transported. They're, they're back in time. So it's great. I'm, I'm, I'm honored to be part of it. So now your voice as well. I mean, your voice, like, like just listening to some from rhythm of youth and stuff like that. And then listening to again, I mean, your voice has stayed so consistent throughout the years. Well, actually it's, I think it's better. And, and, and Colin, uh, my brother Colin and I, well, Colin was in charge of it, but we, but 10 years ago when I, when I decided to put the band back on the road, the only thing that I was concerned, my main concern was my voice and, and would it be able to withstand all these, you know, sort of doing 40, 50 shows in a row. And, and, you know, like I didn't know, I didn't know. And, and so what Colin did, Colin deconstructed my voice completely. He brought it back down to zero and just rebuilt it. He taught me how to sing properly. And, uh, you know, it was, it, it, it worked. I mean, I, I'm, I can sing. We went out and I went on the road after that. And, you know, we, we, we've been doing, we've been doing tours. for like I said, for the last 10 years now, and that's, we're, that's what we're doing 30, 40, 50 shows in a row. And, 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 and I can, my voice hang, you know, now that I can, that, now that I have good technique, now that everything, I can do it. And, uh, but it was Colin, it was, it was Colin who, who, who did the whole thing. So actually, like I say, my voice, I think my voice is better than it used mm -hmm. to be. So, so it's, uh, Colin just sent me a, a, a video. It's actually funny this morning. He sent me a, a, a video of a, of a, I won't tell you who it is, but it's a very well-known 80s like a superstar and uh, of a live concert last week and there was a comment the best comment was i love this guy but you, you can't charge money for that <laughs> uh, there are yeah. a few and they are getting called out now more, they are getting more called out. <laughs> it's why i think more and more of them are using you know backing tracks and, yeah you know, yeah a lot of back tracks yeah. What's great is, I mean, the, I, I, I don't know the 80s. I don't know what the 80s did, but there's a lot of 80s, the guys, the people that are men and women that I'm out with, and they're all, they're all great. I mean, everybody is like tip-top shape and, 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 you know, like just, it's, and like I say, it's so much fun to be on, on the road with these people now because there's no, there is no competition. It's all, it's all like a big family, like the, with the flock of seagulls, with the spoons, with all the bands we play with. It was, it was, and I, and I get to meet all the people, like, and I get to, all my heroes to me the first the first tour that we did after you know i don't know how long it was 20 25 years i hadn't done a, a show our first tour was touring across america opening up for human league and b52s and you know like i was like oh well, yeah okay. <laughs> you know two bands really those were two bands that, that, that before men before i had formed men without hats I was listening to the, those are two bands that sort of got me into like, I'm going to make a band, I'm gonna, you know, direct influences. You know, I always, I, 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 that's one of the bands I use when I see for my, the, the safety dance origin story. It's, 
you know, when the DJ would put on B-52's Rock Lobster and I'd get up and start pogoing and get tossed out for, you know, because they didn't, they thought I was slam dancing. They, they thought we were starting a fight. They didn't know we, they didn't know we were dancing. They thought we were fighting two guys bouncing up and down, bouncing off each other's chests, you know, <laughs> to B-52's Rock Lobster or Blondie's Heart of Glass, you know, so those were, and the Human League was definitely, I was, I was, I was actually in a band called Heaven 17 before, before Men Without Hats, Montreal version of Heaven 17 with Tracy Howe from Rational Youth. And so we were, we were really into, we were really into the Human League. Well, and you have such a great stage presence. I mean, I love your outfits and stuff like that. Is the, like, is that kind of like, is that almost like a persona or is that just straight you? Oh, who knows? I'm not, <laughs> you know, hard to tell sometimes, but I, I, I will give like credit to like people like Peter Gabriel, because I do see it. I do see it as theater, you know, and, and just I got to see the, the Selling England by the Pound tour with, with Peter Gabriel, the, the whole thing, the foxtrot and the rising up into the air with the angel suit and everything. And, and, and you know, that was for me, it was just it was just awesome because it was it was theater. It was the, that sort of theater. And so what I do, I I I, I bring that to. I'm sort of it, it is it is it is theater. I I, I do believe we're all. The, my focus now is on entertaining, and that's that's one thing. That's one of the big changes. Back back then, my I wasn't so much concerned about entertaining people. I wanted to get my message across. I'll admit it. And uh, but now the the my focus is on being a. Uh, being as good an entertainer as I can, and uh, and that's it. Because for me, I mean, for me, there's no difference, you know, in music. Uh, for me, Justin Bieber and Miles Davis, you know, it's the same struggle. It's you know, it's the same person. So, um, I you know, it's, I, I just try to make people have, that people have fun is what I'm what I'm trying to do now. People, I'm, I'm trying to. Uh, help people have a a great time we're going through hard times now and then trying to lighten the load what's it like then to be working with your brother again and like and how is your relationship i mean obviously if he helped you rebuild your voice then then it must be pretty good but i mean to be out there on stage with him all the time oh yeah we like you know back i'll admit back then it was a bit more sort of you know we, we, we would butt heads a bit more back then it was you know like just you know the, the young Turks of it all, and uh, but but now it's sort of he's we're like we're total partners. I mean he's in studio. He's like he helped me produce the record. He's my ears. I write all the stuff. I compose all the all the music and the lyrics. So I hard for me to be detached for it sometimes while we're putting it down. Colin, Colin is my ears. Colin is like you know he's he's a, you know amazingly accomplished musician and, and singer himself and 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 so. I, you know, that, that's it. We work together. It's, it's great now. It's no, there's no, there's no arguing and fighting like, like there was before. There's, there's being family is hard. It's hard. I mean, ask, ask the Bee Gees, you know, it's like <laughs> Barry Gibb. I saw an interview. It's really, really sad. He told me that, I mean, he told me, he told, he, he told the, the, the interviewer that, uh, that the last time and each one of his brothers who was the last time it was an argument mm. each one and 
So that's, you know, that's, I'll, 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 I'll tell you, it's not easy. Any business, not just music, any business that, that involves family members is, uh, it's, 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 it's difficult sometimes, but now we've sort of, we're over the hump, we're past that. It's, it's, it's great. We can work together now. And Colin's got a song on the record. Colin, Colin wrote a beautiful song and for, for, for the new album. And, uh, I'd say he's got a couple more coming out of the next one too. So it's great. So then let's talk about the rest of the band. I mean, like, uh, show, especially really talented on guitar. Um, you know, so like talk about those guys and what they bring to the, to the band now well show is he's he does a he's a multi-hatted individual he he's uh he, he's also my part of my years he co-produced the record with us he uh played guitar and he engineers the whole thing too so he's in charge of getting getting it all down on getting the tracks all down on you know on tape for us and uh on the road, he, he he's he's our road manager, so he's like uh, he, he he does a lot of things for us. So it's great. He's uh, he's uh, been a, a good. Uh, there's been a lot of people in the band in Mountain Hats, as you probably know him. But uh, he's been here for a while, and I can see him being here for another long while. <laughs> he's he's got that real like like it's it's like you've got this heavy metal guitarist kind of like in the middle of the band and it's, yeah and it's a great vibe yeah but he's also got the uh he still has the original cassette of rhythm of youth that he bought when he was like, <laughs> you know, 14 so that's nice that kind of you know yeah so it's like we you know that's the whole the whole thing that was a you know I can appreciate all kinds of music and uh, that was the whole point of the song. You know, there was no, and the video too, there was no people were, the video took a lot of people by surprise because a lot of people were expecting pointy shoes and zippers and spiked hair and a lot of makeup and like that kind of stuff that was going on those days. And we showed up with a mate, Pied Piper medieval kind of theme, and <laughs> I think that's why it's still people still like it today too. You know, it's, you know, you can't really tell. It's like watching an old western. You know, you can't really, you know, it's harder to tell when it was made. You know, it's like you can still kind of relate to it. And um, so that's you know, with the video, that was it. It was it was the the timelessness of 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 the whole thing. Do you have any uh, upcoming tour dates you're really looking forward to? Well, we have we have a lot of stuff penciled in. We're trying to get out there, but it's still it's it's still pretty uh, pretty hard to coordinate everything. So uh, it's the this year and next year, the two fortieth year fortieth anniversaries of Rhythm of Youth. So we're going to be uh, we're going to be planning some some special shows for for both years. It came out in came out in eighty two in in Canada and eighty eighty three in the states. So uh, we're we're going to make it a two year celebration. Do you think that you'll try to like kind of play the album in its entirety? The rhythm of youth one, we definitely will. We've been we've been practicing it. We we that's the that's the that's the, the plan. That's what it's going to be. There's gonna be, there'll be two sets, and the first one is going to be the rhythm of youth album. Which when we first started to do this, we were saying, "Oh, you think we'll really be able to? You know, we don't want to make you know, play for three hours in you know, Bruce Springsteen." And then I sort of clocked, and the album clocks in at like twenty nine minutes or something. <laughs> <laughs> 
this is going to work, guys, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so, it, you know, that's what it was. It was a bunch of songs, a bunch of hit singles for the radio, you know. It was, that's, that's what we, we had set out to do. So we did it. <laughs> yeah, that, that's always so funny albums back in those days i mean so it was great because they did have this this really short runtime and all and all the songs were you know these upbeat and fit with on with fit on vinyl right yeah 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 that's crazy but, yeah. Um, no limitations nowadays because it's no. digital you can make an album 14 hours long if you really wanted to yeah, that sometimes can be the problem too, you know. Yeah. When you're, like back back in my days, you know, I wanted a piano sound. There was piano one, piano two, you know. It's like, mm. and this time, you know, you got you got to sift through like eighteen thousand banks of pianos and this and that, and you scroll and you play like, you know, it's just a waste of time. So, uh, there's, you know, you know, it's all it's all good. I mean, it's different strokes for different folks. <laughs> yeah you just got to follow your instincts but uh ivan you know um we've we've really enjoyed our talk with you and, yeah, and i certainly uh, appreciate your music and i appreciate you coming on the show so we want to give you a chance to uh, tell everybody uh, how they can keep up with you and men without hats i think the best way is to go to safetydance.com and there's links to everything from that page you can find merch and links to all the rest of of everything there's pictures and stories safetydance.com awesome and uh, and actually like um you know with everything going on in the ukraine your family is ukrainian right uh, we are we are my dad's my dad is ukrainian uh we, is, we're we're, uh, we're in kiev wow is that from kiev but we're all everything's everybody's fine everybody is okay. got out in time and and That's good and things are things we're all hoping for peace soon so yeah yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah, because I thought about that and, uh, and did want to make sure of it. But uh, but thank you. So, anyways, Ivan, um, uh, we want to wish you all the best in the future, and we look forward. You're to... Canadian treasure. That's right. Absolutely. Thanks, guys. Well, thank you. Thank you. And so Thanks I look for forward listening. to seeing you again on tour, and uh, and look forward to listening to your music for uh, many more years. Thank you so much. Thank you very much. Thank you. Bye now. Bye now. Bye. If we want to, we can leave your friends behind. Cause your friends don't dance, and if they don't dance, well, they're no friends of mine. We can go where we want to, a place that they will never find. And we can act like we come from out of this world, leave the real one far behind. Leave the real one far behind We can go when we want to Night is young and so am I And we can dress real neat From our hats to our feet and surprise them with the victory cry. We can act if we want to, if we don't, nobody will. 
And you can act real rude or totally removed And I can act like an imbecile I can act like an imbecile And we can dance We can dance Everything is out of control We can dance your friends don't dance and if they don't dance well they're no friends of mine no friends of mine and we can dance we can dance everything is out of control we can dance we can dance they're doing it from pole to pole we can dance Everybody look at your hands We can dance We can dance Everybody's taken the chance It's safe to dance behind cause your friends don't dance and if they don't dance well they're no friends of mine no friends of mine 